Merry Christmas, everybody. It's 80s and 90s, 2000 vibes. I'm your host, as always, Trouble Gigolo, with the crew, Lee Boy, Matt, Jamal. What's good with y'all this week, man? Chilling, chilling. Like I said, oh, it's man, you, the, can't, you came out with the energy with for the Christmas, energy? bro. <laughs> I didn't even know he was on that tight town. Nah, Chop Burrow threw us the live, but we laid that bitch up, son. We the <laughs> real ball, the dunk that. I play Spurs. Nah, we missed that. Try, try, man. We ain't gonna we gonna dunk it next time because he threw the perfect goal. <laughs> you know, you dig what I'm saying? Came out. Merry on, Christmas, happy new year, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Like he was on the Macy Day Parade or something. Let's, like that's what I'm talking about. DVD. I love it. <laughs> What's going on with y'all this week, man? How, how, how everything going? We're in the middle of the week. This episode he drops on Friday, though. So, so far, how everything going? How y'all feel is holding up? How is the mental health? Good, man. Oh, man, man. How, especially after them games, right? I know we all had a, a little <laughs> a, a, a tough week. Uh, outside of Jamar, Jamar did all right. You know what I'm saying? I was out in Vegas betting on the cow. Put 50 I, I had down. a tough week, too. I wasn't trying to win. Bro <laughs> said I, I was trying to go on 500. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we all had a bad week. Why wouldn't you try to win? They're not going to get uh, Caleb. So why wouldn't you try to win? Oh, I want Jaden Daniels. We don't like you, Caleb. They got a, this. This league, this this college, this year, college got a bunch of quarterbacks in the draft. This this a, this a deep quarterback draft class. So I don't, I don't, oh, I'm fine with not getting Caleb. Charles Burrow, explain a little. You all right? Let Charles. People listen to this episode of this podcast, episode one thirteen last week. Charles Burrow talked all that big dog shit towards me. Talking mm-hmm. about the Giants was gonna come in my house and wreck shit. And they came, scored six little bitty ass points. Try, bro, you got 20 seconds to explain yourself. Nope. I rolled my team. That's the hot take. That was that was my opinion. It wasn't even a hot take. Was it a hot take? <laughs> Something was a hot take. But nah, I thought they were going to I think I think Vito, once the Vito uh, got that uh concussion, or he hit his head on the on the um on the ground, it was just that just took the energy out of the team. But you, 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 you know you you know how he you you know how he got that concussion? Cause he was getting his ass hit. Run into the first down. He was getting. No, he was getting the whole game. Didn't call it, but he a grown ass man. Throw some dirt on that shit. That was a dirty hit. They they should have called yeah, it. Yeah, well, tell them go play basketball if you want to get hit. Oh man. Oh, Lord, Lord. And then, yeah, I was out in Vegas. I had a great time with the kids when ice skating for the first time. Still got a little blister, you know what I'm saying? Little battle <laughs> scars out here. Uh, You know, lost money for the on the Cowboys and in the casino. But I hit Dre's and saw Big Well, I was supposed to see Big Sean. His ass didn't come on the 2.30. I'm I'm a parent out here, so I got had to get home and get back to the kids <laughs> and all that. So I didn't even get to see Big Sean. But we have fun though. We have fun. Two two at two a.m. I think it was actually yeah, it was about two forty, bro. Because <laughs> a couple yeah. I was with I was with about six to eight people. Some of us stayed. Um, no, very few. I think only two of them stayed. Uh, the rest of us was out of there around two. We was like, all right, well, you know, we got kids at the hotel. We had a babysitter, but it was like, damn, we gonna have them out to four o'clock. And yeah, it would have been about four o'clock. If we would have stayed to see Big Sean, but I heard he did all right. 
you know, it's all right. <laughs> I heard he did all right. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, what's Sean, funny man. is we had a we had bought tickets from Wiz Khalifa and they switched it out to Big Sean, which is is comparable, but you know, I would have preferred to see Wiz. That's fair. Bro, it's it's only one person in history I wait to 2 a.m. for. And yeah. I'm pretty sure y'all can assume who that is. Jake. Wayne. No, no, no. Michael Jackson. That's oh it. That's, <laughs> it. That's it. Short list. Everybody yeah. else, I, when I start yawning, I'm like, all right, man, I'm about to get on out of here, man. Michael, not even the show, though. It's the chick next to you that's passing out because she didn't just holler and he ain't say a word yet. But you know what I mean? Like, that. that's... that's, that's why that, but the fact he the only person that can do that, the fact that he the only person that can do that is the reason why I wait till 2 a.m. Everybody else can, can kick rocks. I'm going home. Oh, yeah, you know, like, responsible parents, we got there at 10.30, bro, like, in line, you know what I'm saying, trying to <laughs> have drinks, was ready to go, bro, them little drinks lasted about 20 minutes, and we was dancing our ass <laughs> off, I ain't gonna lie, but, uh, yeah, it couldn't, it might have been 1.30, I was like, nah, I'm cool, I'm cool on this, yeah. But, but, but before we deep dive into this episode, to the listeners, man, join our Patreon, man, exclusive content on the Patreon Four ninety nine a month, man. Y'all got four ninety nine a month, my nigga. Please, uh, movie, the classic, nostalgic movie reviews, more original content, raw and uncut. You know, it's behind the paywall, so we can get, we can, we can say what we want. So join our Patreon. Everything is in the bio on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and you know, before we get started, I gotta tell you about something that irritates Uh-oh. me. Um, Grown yeah. niggas yelling at the phone. We got another episode. <laughs> niggas yelling at their iPhones, their Androids. This week it was Soldier Boy and goddamn Blueface and another case of unnecessary beef that we didn't ask for. It is ironic because Soldier Boy staring at his damn self. Blueface is the is the Soldier Boy of this era of this decade, and he didn't even That's know right. it. Facts, right? Just yelling at the phone, mad, talking about I'll f your b and I'll do all this, and I'm I'm out here thugging, and you ain't doing shit. Well, I don't know, I don't know, because when it comes down to a blue face, might get on Soldier Boy ass, and he was really schoolyard, schoolyard. You know, uh, yeah, schoolyard. I got, I, I think he'll beat the shit out of Soldier Boy. Yeah, that's not a bad right. right. Not, I'm gonna put a kidney on Blue Face versus Soldier Boy because I don't have enough money. <laughs> a kidney will suffice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good bet, sir. You might win that bet. But no, as far as yelling in the phone, you know when Soldier Boy, that damn Gucci tattoo start flaring up. <laughs> you know they're yelling for real, man. I just be feeling bad for Gucci. I mean, Gucci. I be feeling bad for Gucci, too, because they got to withstand these Soldier Boy rants and all this goddamn yelling in the phone. The only thing that Soldier won about that damn back and forth is he... Is this is another first for Soldier Boy? He was the first rapper to ever, ever, ever talk through the phone, FaceTime. So this is just another. This is added to the legacy of his stats. If you saw the kissing me, uh, kiss me through the phone video, I think he like broke ground with that. So, uh, like I was saying, I'm tired of niggas yelling on the phone. This is the 80s, the 90s, 2000 vibes podcast. Have a nice day. I'm Lee Boy. Let's go. Hey, man. I love it. Let's get into it. I love it. I love it. Fellas, I'm tired of people yelling at the phone, too, so I feel like, um, and I know it's tired of a lot of things, Kanye and Nicki, because right now, y'all, they're saying it's Kanye and Nicki versus everybody out here. Um, If you didn't know, Kanye West obviously is set to drop Vultures coming, and then obviously Nicki Minaj, she dropped her long-awaited album as well. 
Um, a lot of, you know, back and forth, people saying Nikki fell off. Some people think the album is a hot bunch of things. So, fellas, what's y'all take on? Yeah, like I said, obviously, people not, um, oh, because Nikki forgot to throw that in there. Nikki's refusing to clear the song for Kanye West's album as well, pretty much saying she had other things going on. What's your take on all of it? Who want to go? I think uh, that's all promotion. Because, you know, her album's number one on the charts and... First female rapper to uh to have that many number ones. I I, I found out today, huh? Right. Yeah, I, I think that's all promotion. She's been promoting it online and being on different platforms and doing interviews and uh magazine articles and, and um you know, I thought the album was good, you know, and, and the thing with Con I mean it's Kanye, you, you expect that from him and, and I actually like the song uh New Body. It was it's on a leaked version for um Vultures. But I don't know if it's gonna be on the retail one. I know the the official one's coming out the thirty first on the end of the month. So um, I th I think you know she Nikki's not afraid to clap back to Kanye. I, you know what I'm saying? And you know Kanye responded, and you know it's Kanye. I just think whenever you get into a, a beef with Kanye, that's what you're gonna is expect. I mean, but. Nikki, Nikki would just live like an hour ago too. Um, on on Instagram. Uh, Kanye over. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good? Okay, Kanye over the years has has opened himself up to let people talk to him like that. Uh, with the Backstreet Boys uh thing, the sample with Ty Dolla Sign, and they the Backstreet Boys members like, man, y'all didn't clear that. And now we talked about this in a in a, in a creative meeting. Like, man, Kanye, who the fuck, like y'all be talking to? I understand. I don't agree with Kanye on a lot of things. Kanye do be tripping, but that's still Kanye, bro. So I don't understand what's what's Kanye and Nick, Nikki's beef. Like, where did it start from? Because I know she don't like Rick Ross no more either. But it seems like Nikki always mad about something. What's the problem? I mean. It just seemed like to me, I think she was just trying to score some points on Kanye. Like you said, people would just like to talk to Kanye any other way. It might be because of this anti-Semitic uh, recent statements. I mean, and just in general, he just has the type of personality that you could just I, I feel like clap back. But it's just he, he does deserve, uh, you know, a certain amount of respect, especially from Nicki Minaj, where he has, you know, he has credits with her. He has a history with her. Obviously, what she did on Monster is just crazy. Um, but really, I think she just wanted to Jamar. She just wanted to put the statement out there that, hey, my new album is out there. I don't need no old stuff coming out there. And this was just a way for her to re-promote her album. I really don't think it was uh, anything personal. But then um, it was just disrespectful. I think the most disrespectful part to me is her putting out the text messages because it's just unnecessary. It made him look, you know, less you know, like lesser. And uh, we all know that, like, if you need a look, are you calling Nicki Minaj or Kanye West? Like, if you need a, a collab or you need somebody to put you on a pedestal or put you on a certain platform, Kanye up there. I ain't, I ain't hitting up Nicki before Kanye. So I think, you know, it, it may have been a move for her, but I think it wasn't a very strategic move uh, for her to put out the text messages and try to um, try to dump on Kanye like that. No, yeah, I just want to throw this in. Yeah, I think number one, that's corny. I think that in general, I think when you're doing business with anybody putting out the text messages or recording the phone call and putting that out publicly, right. that's weird. If you go to court, 
fair game, pull it out. Um, but other than that, yeah, to me it was strange because, again, like you said, Jamal, at the end of the day, yeah, y'all might not agree. Y'all might feel Kanye said some anti-Semitic things, but we talk about this a lot on the podcast and just in general, right? you got to separate the artist from the art. So if we're doing that, it's like there's no way in hell you telling me Kanye West, even uh, Backstreet Boys or whoever ain't want to clear It's like, clear what? There's nobody checking for that song. Y'all had 10 Spotify <laughs> listeners and they was all <laughs> Yeah, I just switched profiles last month. So it's like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I, 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 no, I'm boy slander. Wait, compare, hold on, compared to Kanye West, yeah. I'm not gonna say they got 10, but let's be yeah. to Kanye, cut it out, cut it out. Yeah, bro, this, this, this man, I celebrities weird, man. Like, dog, who the fuck are you talking to, money? It's in sync. All right, man. If I was him, all right, fuck it. I'll, I'll sample an sync song. Yeah, he should. He should. This should be pretty, bro. He should. Uh, he should Come just on, go man. ahead and sample "Bye" and just say "Bye" to the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, <laughs> "Bye" to y'all. Yeah, "Bye" yeah, to Nicki. In fact, I hope he in the lab right now. I think another takeaway for me from this whole situation is really Nicki and Kanye are both two sides of the same coin, and like. For them to be beefing and disrespecting each other is just corny. She like definitely right. should have Kanye on her side, and uh, but we getting an, we hopefully we just get another uh stream of epic rants from Kanye. I would love to see that. Just leave out the anti-Semitic stuff. We don't need that. No racial stuff. Can we just Man. talk about the damn government right now? He's talking he about black people as Indians. Uh, I like that talk. You know what I'm saying? Let's roll it up. Let's get this album going and just let the music speak for itself. I mean, we le- we need the rant to get us there because, you know, he ain't going to pay for no promotion. He ain't got the Yeezys or nothing right now. So we'll, we'll take the rant, but let this music speak, bro. Yeah, man. All these fucking man, Nikki, you the best, man. Okay, <laughs> like it's cool. You you can chill. You can relax. You the best. You the yeah, best. why you got a beef? You've yeah, been you the best for a long yeah, time. You didn't already beef with every female in the game. Okay, you got the crown there, and now you just looking for. I mean, do you think she? Does she just benefit from beef so much that she has to have something like that incorporated I, I, in her music? I, I think I think so. I think, like you said, like Trevor says, our promotion. Low key. But you know what? When she first came out with like Pink Friday, when she was first on the Young Money, it seemed like she was happy. It, it, I think I noticed it when when she married the guy and and she had the kid, and then. She started getting that, uh, a lot of backlash and a lot of people going after her. And then it was like, remember, like there was like a good six-year run for her where she kept winning the, the BT Award for Best Female Rapper. There was nobody there. Like you had Remy came out and she made the, the sheet the joint against her. Then you had Cardi B come out and she blew up and Megan came out and she blew up. And you have a whole slew of new crop of female MCs now that's, they're, they're becoming popular when it was just Nikki, and I think I think Nikki feels some type of way about that. When she when she's looking around, she's seen Ice Spice and 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 Sexy Red and Doshi and Lola Brooke. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't around when she first came but out. But she 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 of course not, bro. Just like before Magic, it was it, before LeBron, he didn't have all these point forwards, and before Steph, you ain't had Knicks pulling up from fifty. Good point. But is she still? I ain't gonna say she the first. Is she is she still considered the best female out? Is she still does she still have the crown? 
or, or she, she grandfathered in. She she grandfathered in at this. Point. I was gonna say, but she needed an enemy, and right because I feel like she'd have the Roy Jones Jr. effect. If there was no other hot female artist that we even regarded in the last 10, 15 years, at the end of the day, you would just look at Nikki like, ah, she's just a rapper. But I think now that there's worthy adversaries, like whether we listen to her or not, a Ice Spice, a Doja Cat, you know what I mean. Now it's like I feel like yeah she's still up there because it's like you still have your resume. I think it's just it's threatened, which is good. You want you want to see like I said, if it's a championship fighter, you want to see them fight somebody have a, that have a chance. But, you don't want to see this, every time. But but this is what I understand. They all here because of you, right? That's like true. you you inspired a whole generation. Like LeBron inspired a whole generation. Or Steph Curry or whoever whatever athlete you want to talk about. That's what come with being great. You grandfathered in already. You, you, they're not your peers. They're not your peers. Just like, again, LeBron. These, these modern day super young superstars are not his peers. They play in the same league and they superstars. But I, I don't, LeBron but, is on that Mount Rushmore level. When you hear her on the new album, though, she, she feels like she's not being respected, though. Like she's not getting that respect. By who? By who? By, by her peers, like the, the female ones. Like, I think, it's the, I think it's the Lottos. Did mm, she start right. beefing with Lotto too? And yeah. then, well, well, maybe if she stopped being so Willow carried, Rays and all of them. Yeah. Part of that thing is her brand, right? Because again, before she had an adversary, Nicki Minaj, we just looked at her like, man, this chick is just hot. She could hold her own against the male artists. Now, at least some people, when Cardi came out, it was like, Cardi the new hot, you know, toy on the block, if you will. And now I feel like, yeah, it's just more or less a thing of approving herself. But even her talking about this, I feel like that's just, yeah, this is just more so playing into the role you've established for yourself now is I'm on my villain. I'm on my bully. Anybody who even threatens me, yeah, I, I bite kind of thing. But well, like she, you said, though, she, bro, she I think like I think that that certain era took a lot out of her. Like when Cardi obviously came out, when uh, Remy Ma, she kind of crushed her a little bit she yep. she put her in the dirt for at least two minutes it wasn't too long but she had her down there and then i mean yeah the seat there was hard and then you know she also lost safari to the streets he didn't have about 20 kids and 30 mistresses on these damn in his love and hip-hop streets out here so i know i feel like she got married and kind of tried to make up for that because you know there was a void there for her and um i don't think she's ever quite recovered like mentally now the music on this last one yeah. fire all we needed in here was just a straight diss to all the females she don't like go ahead and call them out by name the same way you did 50 cent how to rob just put them all in the track just list them one by one and so just leave it in the music man because i think that one would have made her music bigger but then i'm just tired of seeing her look so mad on lives on queen radio on Instagram. she turned into soldier boy yeah man like it it makes you look like you're in a worse position than you're in for sure. Like we understand why Soldier Boy is possibly doing this. Such, I think it's just for whatever reason, this is the choice she made. Like how some people criticize Drake, like man, you still on some lover boy shit, but you're almost 40. I feel like Nikki is like, nope, I'm just gonna be somewhat and somehow the bitter one, but it's gonna be her branding. Like I feel like in years to come and she's still making music, you're gonna see her angry as hell on Instagram live or whatever face chat, you know what I mean? We use it in 10 years. Yeah, I, like, do you guys see her with Kaisen at? Do you guys see her with Kaisen at? How she was giving him dirty looks? Like, obviously, it was just an oh, act. But he's just like, damn, like, you gonna, you gonna fucking pierce me with the with them looks you got, man. She's a... Uh, well, she, we would have been having a staring contest. Right, like, you gonna look at me? I'm, what you looking at? That's, gonna be, <laughs> that's the looking. whole stream. Yeah, the whole stream. <laughs> we, 
Well, who gonna blink first? I probably would lose that, <laughs> but <laughs> I want to see her with a funny Marco, bro. Just looking at each other, that would be hilarious. That'd be dope. <laughs> that'd be a dope interview for both of us. Yeah, she already did it. Y'all ain't seen that. Oh, I didn't see it. I, she didn't was see her I gotta go watch that one. That must have been recent, yeah. no? Yeah, it was this week. Oh, okay, that's, that's yeah. Y'all ain't seen. Oh, they were just staring at each other. He, yeah, he. Ah, oh, Jamar just cut off. He gonna come back, but yeah, uh, definitely gonna check out that funny Marco and Nicki Minaj interview because that just seems like a match made in heaven. As far as uh, you know, them going back and forth in their personalities, I think that would be hilarious. So, check that out. <laughs> Merry for, for Christmas, y'all. y'all can you hear me? Y'all, y'all, can y'all yeah. hear me? You bet. You bet. Okay. Yeah, and he was squirting for like ten minutes. Pause, and she was like, "What the fuck is you doing?" Like for. Marco, a funny ass dude, man. And he was like, Shh, I got this. <laughs> man, nah, yeah. Uh Nikki, you the best, man. Like, I don't, I don't know what else you gotta do to to to, to I don't know, bro. I don't know, but you need to Yeah, she you, you she are... has to understand that, right? She has to uh internalize that she's the best because it hasn't happened. Like she's still fighting. That's like if Jay-Z was still fighting to be the like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? If you were still mad at all the rappers in the game, yeah, talking like, shit yeah. on live. Like, come on, bro. She's on Jay-Z status yeah. on the feet for the females. So it's like, you tripping. Yeah. That's like her, uh, it's like Jay-Z getting mad about Kendrick or J. Cole or Drake. Like, man, no, I'm for what? I'm already, like, <laughs> what? like, no, it's not how this works. Thoughts and prayers, man. Thoughts and prayers. I say, speaking of classes, fellas, like I said, nine day class, class of two thousand and four, great year, almost thirty years ago, fellas. I want, what do you think is the best hip hop album of that year, though, y'all? If y'all haven't been listening, we've had a trend of that. We've done nineteen ninety eight. We want to cover a bunch of years, but two thousand four felt like a hot one, fellas. What's your take? What's the best hip hop album of the year? I was a dropout, definitely. Kanye, definitely. Wow. I mean, the buzz for yeah, that, like at- just. The mixtapes, remember this is mixtape era, so he was he was dropping his his couple mixtapes right after the the car accident where he broke his jaw and and you know um I remember listening to those mixtapes and then when the album comes out and you know he was a, a producer that was rapping on Rockefeller, you know what I'm saying and 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 you know having through the wire and then all falls down the original one had Lauren Hill on it that was on the bootleg. And oh, then, she ain't show up. She ain't show up for that one either. It's still on that. <laughs> yeah, what, ha- that what happened with that man? The Lauryn Hill version was still on that. I don't. Yeah, it, I don't. I don't think they cleared it. It was something that happened where he had to switch switch out Lauryn Hill for Selena Johnson. Uh, Bro said she was late. <laughs> she was late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Selena Johnson ended up being on the album version, and um, I think had, like, I, I think that turned out. Um, I think that turned out for the better because I feel like Selena Johnson fit that song yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, me. she's great, great singer. Um, uh-huh. you had a, a, a workout plan that was a big hit. You know, I remember Ludacris was on that remix. Um, it was uh, uh, Jesus Walks was big. That was like a a huge record for him, and he won the he won the Grammys for that. And and you know having like a, a religious type of song being played on on like Hot ninety seven at that time and. Was the first album that if you have a parent who didn't like cursing and all that, but they son like rap, that was the album they let them play. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? There were other great albums. You know, uh Ludacris dropped the uh, Red Light District. That was a good one. And um, you know, you had uh, uh MF Doom Rest in Peace, he dropped like two albums that year. But definitely Kanye so, Rest in Peace 04. 
I, I I'm I'm gonna be biased with this one. I'm gonna go to Carter, the very first Carter. Um, okay. I'm 100 percent being biased because this Luane is one of my favorite rappers of all time, and this is the first album when he started becoming my favorite rapper. And this is the first yeah. album I think the game took him seriously as a lyricist. Okay. This is Manny Fresh's last ever album with Cash Money Records. Right. Manny That's Manny crazy. Fresh only was on one quarter album, uh, the first one. Um, then he no, he dropped his album after that. Then he left. Right. Uh, this is this is the introduction introduction of Weezy of Baby. Please say the remember we used to say that yeah. this this album yeah. go D go DJ walk in. Um, this it just this personally I want to go with Kanye, bro, but. My 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 personal bias took over. I wasn't, and I felt like somebody else was gonna say Kanye anyway. Right. So I'm gonna go with Lil Wayne in the Carter one. Uh, he he would completely take over the game from that point to about 2010. Yeah. From that point, so that was the start of his dominant run. Nah, those two that you named would probably be my top two. I would also, ooh, I wouldn't say I would lean. I wouldn't. Oh man! So music wise, obviously, college dropout to me is just a bigger project. Lyrics wise, though, like Wayne, he you know he was doing crazy yeah. shit. I flow sicker than the third flow on hospitals and shit like that. <laughs> he was yeah. saying some yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that Birdman Jr. Oh man, I could do that from beginning to the end. He was yeah. uh, doing some crazy shit. But uh, now the Purple Haze and I also yeah. Yeah, I dropped that crazy. year. Yeah, and then you also got Ti dropped that year too, right? Urban Legend, Urban Legend, Legend. Legend was good. Yeah, Yeah, he he was like dropping back to back, and he was he was locked up when those albums came out. That's what I was about to say. Ti must have dropped like five albums in two years. Nah, that's 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 bring them out, and you all know me. That's eight. That was definitely big singles. So I would put those two in contention. Although I do have Kanye and Wayne at the top. And then um, also, even though it's not Kiss the Game Goodbye, Kiss it, that's also, also dropped that year. And I, I like Jada Kiss, his projects quite a bit. He That I boy kid uh, put in some that. work. Yeah. Um, so those would be the, the three honorable mentions for me. Uh, pretty Tony album, too. Ghostface was dope. Yeah, that, that, was, that dope. was pretty dope. Yeah. That was dope as well. There was a lot of, yeah, 2004 is a good year. 2004, good year. I think, to me, College Dropout is the clear best. Doesn't have to be your favorite. Right, right. You know what okay. I'm saying? Um, but that Carter one, yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't argue with y'all on it. I just, I want my heart on that one. Pause, like, yeah, yeah, that purple haze was fired too. I was gonna say, I don't know if this one is, yeah, but Nelly sweating suit was slapped on that. (laughs) Oh man, fuck no, you gotta choose one, bro, or sweat. If you gotta choose, it don't work. That's a double. Let me, let me get y'all, bro. That's a double album. I didn't hear it. So <laughs> I, didn't hear it. I, I, I thought it, was, it came together as a double album. No, no, nah, you, you had the Bob. You had the Bob one. You had the Bob That's not a double album. No, robbing the shit out of people. But yeah, oh, my, my homie, my homie had the 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 the, the soup version. Mm. He came for the shit to school. I was like, what up with the soup? What the other half? What the sweat? I feel like Super like, like, had Jaheim. Like, that was my grand. Yeah, I only had $10. Look, he didn't have enough yeah, for the sweat. Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. He like, Jamal, I'm a kid, my nigga. Like, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't get two albums. I was like, with sweat soup, my nigga? He was like, nah, that's not how they pack up. 
Oh, right. right. you better buy the other asses. You so this used to be seventeen ninety nine at Target, right? Remember, yeah. remember the crazy you, price? Sam. Yep. Sam Goody. Yeah. Oh, you man. got Nelly sweatsuit. Which version? That's why I was like, it all depends. Yeah, version. If you want to say one or the other, I don't think either one of them stands alone as one of the top albums of the year. But together, collectively, that's a top project of that year. I didn't think you was gonna say that one. <laughs> What about that one out is because the only other ones I said y'all already used. Like, yeah. What about yeah. Un- Encore by uh, Encore by Eminem? That was bad, and I have that yeah, one. That was bad. Oh, that's oh, that, that album, bro. This this Kamikaze, this Kamikaze twist the album underrated. Twisted, bro. Yeah. It is, but I can't. I, it's his best album, so I feel bad leaving it out. Yeah, and then, who was on this Crunk Juice album? Lil John and the East Side Boys. If yeah. all the hits is on there, then that's that, that's up there yeah, too. Yeah, lovers cause... and friends with Usher and Ludacris. He had uh, oh shit, well it's up there then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Dog, I don't know this Twister album. Uh, slow jams. Uh, yeah. overnight celebrity. Yep. Yeah. yeah, this 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 has fit. Kamikaze. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And, what uh, a, man. This is a. This is a special year for me also because uh, I, I went to Howard University in 2004. Um, and so this was my first time being in the club and like really oh, hearing yeah. these songs in a different light. And that uh, I will say that go DJ every time I was out there. Yeah. The chicken, go DJ. That was dope. That was <laughs> like I didn't know the DJ at all. But uh, Howard was a special place, man. They used to have the damn. Uh, a school bus. It was like a charter bus would come pick you up from the dorm, take your ass straight to the club. Like, what kind of? Oh, I don't know yeah. what educational no, like promotion. That's an HBCU, uh, that's HBCU, HBCU for you. That's an HBCU yeah, yeah, like you. right outside the dorm. It was five dollars. Like you said, it was a whole yellow school bus. This ain't no yeah. private. Nah, this is <laughs> for Bro, educational Lord purposes. Banks, they uh, yeah, hunger for more. That damn, was cool uh, for yeah. Lord Banks. That was fire. Pulling up to this whole skating park at the club. We, uh, yeah. And then they knew we was from Howard. As soon as that bus yeah. showed up, they're like, you're going to Howard, kids. Like, mm, yeah, we out bro. here. Yeah, there was yeah, a lot of things. Yeah. HBCU is different, bro. Like, I tell people that, like, man, if you you going for you going to get education, but it's the experience you're going to remember the most. Like, for this, this, the, this, the album, this Snoop Dogg album would drop it like it's hot. Yeah. Yeah, that on there. That, yeah, I was at a club for that. Yeah, it's around this time because even I remember when Blue Carpet Treatment drops a few years later. Yeah. If I'm mistaken. That was a great one, man. Young Buck, straight out of cash, young Bill. Buck, classic, classic young Buck. Yeah, G, G, G Unit was running shit. Only yeah. reason I didn't want to mention that, I feel like he still owe money for that album. <laughs> Game documentary came out in 05, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, all right, okay. Now, this is. Is that yeah, un- somebody man, said man, Encore? That Eminem yeah, Encore album wasn't bad. I, I did not like Encore. I was like, it's not my top, but there's definitely some heat on why, why you ain't like Encore? Bro, he, he was, yo, this was at the time when Eminem was using like the accents. Like he was trying to sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger and shit. And, <laughs> and he had like crazy songs like Yellow Brick Road and, and Ass Like That. And, and I didn't like the album. Oh, wait, I have you it, didn't like I didn't. Ass Like That? No, nah, oh, no, I didn't like the egg. If that's on there, I'm good. I'm cool. That shit was crazy. That was hard. He was doing with that, though. It was like it was artistic. Hold on. You mean to tell me, you, like, you didn't really listen when he was spitting? Bro was spitting at the end of the day. It sounded yeah, yeah, like, like, like there's about maybe seven or eight songs that was better than that. Like, Evil Deeds was better than that to me. 
I right? mean, that's cool, but even the fact that you oh, like seven or eight oh. songs in the album, you can't do that today. You it's, pull out a twenty-five track album, you gonna listen to two and talk about the rest. It's, of the it's track. like twenty-one songs. It's like twenty songs on there, and I'm like, yo, only eight of songs that I liked on there. But back that's in the album. day, that's good. If you like fifty percent of somebody's album back in the day, to me, that was hot. That's good. This this must have been when Jaru started to fall off. Oh, Last Temptation. That was this okay. is you guys are like Toy Soldiers. I believe is on that album too, right? Yeah, Toy Soldiers on that, right? He had the beef with Benzino. And shit and, and murder ink. Plus, you know, he went back at Ja Rule too on that too. That yeah. was like Jamal Point. Ja Rule was pretty yeah. much finished. I think this when he dropped that blood on the something. Yeah. Nah, that that uh, 04 was last temptation, and then he dropped blood on the blood on uh blood in my eye was like here you go oh, five or something like that. Yeah, that was the end. All right, uh um yeah, before we move on, let me ask y'all 05, the game documentary or young Jeezy. Uh the game. I'm gonna go with the game. Young Jeezy. No, which on Jeezy album? Uh, which on Jeezy album? No five, the one with, uh, with all the hits on it. Uh, straight out of Cali. Motivation. No, th- nigga, Young Jeezy, nigga. Oh, oh, oh young, young Jeezy. Okay. This nigga, this is when Jeezy. Motiv- I thought you were talking yeah. about Young Buck. You talking about one on one? Thug Motivation. Yeah, yeah. One on one. One on one. Our documentary about the game. I'm going one on one. Personally, I'm going with like, documentary, like documentary about the game. I'm going with documentary about the game too. I'm like, you know, language was fire. Yeah, but believe it or not, even from the West Coast, I'm a little bit of a game hater. So you know why? Because he always talk about yeah. The game. Well, you know his thing is he gonna mention the mm-hmm. ten rappers. That's what I don't like about the him. game. And he always I, talking, that's what I like yeah, about him. I got Chuck's no, on he, and he, he do he his hydraulics. Name like dropping? nigga, no, nobody's really hitting like you know sixty four and pile of <laughs> hydraulics. <laughs> like, but what's wrong with him? A man dropping show some love. I, I, I see like when, I he, when he started doing. I it's thought he was like a like a thing that he would get over. I didn't know he would do it all the time though. It's it's kind of he, annoying. He, he really can rap. He he made, he, made, he made good music. The game he's made the good music. Most lyrical rappers nah, he, in California ever. No, he's not. Yeah, that's right. Over Ice Cube, Kendrick. What no, no, evidence? No, no. The only one who's ahead of him. He said, "That's it." Nah, man. I, I think this world is better man. for you. you they, they're, they're more underground, but if you're talking like like mainstream, I think Kendrick is way better than him, literally. I mean, it's the only rap out of California that is. That's, but nah, Matt said he's one of them. He ain't say he's the best. He is one of them. Well, he's definitely he's one okay, of them. Nah. Right? I don't think man, he's... Y'all listen to get the, yeah. Bars. Yeah, you, you Shout out to Game, games. man. It's, it's not a hate session on Game. Real. I love Game album. I thought it was classic. I, I don't think he's one of the best rappers ever, though, from the West. Game, if you're listening, he's out of his mind. <laughs> it's just him. The rest of us, we think otherwise. Nah, nah, I'm, yeah. with, I'm with Tribal. I ain't going to argue today. Nah, <laughs> he, he he still make good music to this day. Yes, he do. Yes, he yeah. do. Now, sure. He can rap his ass off. Yeah, We ain't yeah. going to front like he can't rap his ass yes, off. He He'd rap. probably be a dope-ass battle rapper, too. I would like to see him in, like, in that type of arena. Right. Um, You know, I would just say just switch up the flow a little bit more and then stop using. I don't. I personally don't like music where they're talking about making music. So he's always referencing making music or being in the in hip hop games. So it's like, what is the subject? What are we learning other than we're talking about? Like, I, I don't. You just won't learn much from the game. He's just commenting on the game. So that's what I would. That would yeah. be my critique. Yeah. I, I feel that. Kendrick is like you can't guess the topic. He's introducing a new topic to you yeah. where you just like are immersed in his world. Like obviously, Pac would be that. Yeah. Um, you know, and as, as far as like a lyrical, I, I you know, I put like a cricket eye up there or something, he might yeah. get his ass. So. But, but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, There's a lot of spitters from the west, but they're more underground, like a cricket but eye. But nah, I, I'm gonna tell you this. I, when I 
when it's when the sun when the sun when the sun is out and I want to drop the top, I, that's when I want to listen to game. Right. He make it, he yeah. make you like his 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 music make you like yeah nigga he shit make you want to be from the west I'm telling you man Trump yeah, bro sure. this is man he, he he is a good representation of obviously for the west you know obviously yeah. for the west and he stays on topic um yeah so yeah. shout out to the game definitely good fellas yeah. we are gonna get back to that because that could be a whole Patreon episode for real for real. But new media versus old media, fellas. And um, Lebo, you touched on it earlier when you mentioned Kai Sinat with Nicki Minaj having that appearance on his um, stream. So new media versus old media, the biggest thing that comes to mind is Elliot Wilson. A lot of y'all may be familiar with hip-hop radar, things of that nature. He came out and he pretty much critiqued the Kai Sinat, Nicki Minaj thing, saying, like, is this what journalism is now? So a lot of people was coming at his head saying, well, old nigga, get up out of here. Fellas, I want y'all to take one. Do you think there's a divide between the new and old? And two, do you think one is necessarily better than the other? Or do you think, you know, one versus the other needs to just kind of catch up? What's your take on old versus new? Bro, bro, this is what fucking annoys me, bro. In all of his experiences, we don't all got to be the same age. We kind of all grew up in the same era generations. When we were younger, what, what wasn't it annoying when your parents would always re- constantly remind you that you're young, you don't know no better? What is that stupid ass music you're listening to? That shit dumb. That shit not like the music how it was when I grew up, right? Mm-hmm. So why the fuck when we start get, getting older. We do it to people younger than us. When It's like we forget that it annoyed us so much. That's how I feel with this media shit. Look, bro. Uh, Elliot Wilson, bro. It's not 95, my nigga. It's not 2005. Yes. Consonant, Funny Marco, um, Joe Budden, and uh, Gillian Wallow, and uh, Noriega have been smart enough to adjust, bro. And they've they've been around for over 20 years, right? Yeah. 20, 30, 20 plus years. It's, it's, uh, they old. Take well, not they're not old, but y'all get what I'm saying. Yeah, they veterans they, in the game. They from the same so, era as Elliot Wilson, damn near. Yeah. Right. I think the biggest difference with them though, the only issue is that they didn't start doing journalism. I think that's his biggest to me. His biggest thing is he's so stuck in his journalistic, I've been doing this for 20 years, whereas them, they was rappers 20 years ago. Right. Now. Right, but rap was not even a thing 50 years ago. Or people thought rap was a fed, like we're just going to come and go in the 80s, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't nothing to be a journalist about at some point in time. Rap had to grow and become something serious. Because if you said you was a rap journalist in maybe 78, 79, you're like, what the fuck is, what is that? So do that do that take credit away from you as a journalist? No, it don't. No, bro, yes, you gotta go to Casanet or Academics or Funny Marco or you get your ass on Twitch and stream, nigga. Yeah. I can't stand that old shit, bro. Stop hating. Leave Casanet the fuck alone. If you mad cause nigga ain't coming to you, oh well, maybe it's a problem you and Nikki got. And and this is about the tenth time we didn't heard from Elliot Wilson hating. Like, <laughs> you want to just be known as the hater? Come on, bro. Yeah, the you old guess, hater. You, they, just somebody come out with the diss track. You know, I would love to hear Cotton and I just get on Elliot Wilson's t- head top 
just and go ahead and take them out of the game. Time, Elliot Wilson wasn't taking no rappers, it seemed like. Like, it was like you wasn't asking the small, you know what I mean, the up-and-coming rappers. It was like if it wasn't right. a Jay or Drake, you didn't have nobody. So to me, it's like. Maybe that's part of the problem is that you're trying to still reach for the people at the top. They've already surpassed you, and you haven't created a, a the next level or the next generation of um, artists that you can actually connect with that would want to get an interview by you. Because there's people out there like Sway, still still respected. Exactly. And but he reaches back to the young generation, though. He makes sure he still connects with those people, whereas Elliot Wilson is just – Following behind Drake and and goddamn Jay Z, that's it. I'm glad I'm glad you said that. That's the biggest. But but still, like he said, you got Angie Martinez, you got Funk Flex. That's still relevant. Are they? They've been around since the nineties. Yeah, yeah, they are. I think the biggest thing is respectfully, and I I hate to throw this word out here, but Elliot Wilson has gotten boring for this generation. Boring. He won't adjust. He won't adjust. He it's like, hey, y'all ever went to the court, play basketball at the gym or the, or, or the park, and an old nigga with some chucks and, and some small shorts pop up? Like, bro, oh, that little weak ass, that little weak ass hook shot don't work no more. It don't work. Yeah, you gotta run up and down this work. court. <laughs> yeah, old man, that shit made it work in '84, but this this 2023 man, nigga pulling up from '50. You you better learn how to dribble, my man. That that shit. Oh man, it was man, I'm, bro. Adjust your game, bro. Either adjust or be a di- become a dinosaur. And you mentioned he's boring, and, and you know, I ain't no qualms about it to me because I have never really sat down and watched too many of his interviews. You know, I think did he do Jay Z, and we had to watch that. Yeah, I had to watch some of that, and that shit was boring as hell. Because we don't need to hear about people's process of making music, what you do to go in the studio. What you do. We don't need to hear this, bro. And, and okay, you could go ahead. Go be a traditional journalist. Where the hell are you going to put that shit? Where are we going to read this? Nobody's going on the source.com or ElliotWilson.com <laughs> and reading goddamn blogs no more. We just want to see a funny-ass, entertaining video. We, wanna, we need to get a, a damn snippet to even click it. You got to get with Yo. the times, my brother. We ain't watch, We ain't Five. reading uh, five hundred words to a thousand words on on, on the how end, long is on that? the goddamn recording process. No more, man. Come on. How, how long? How long? How long? Ebro been around? Sleep fifteen like, years. Yeah. I think. Oh, I mean, if you go uh, to the Bay, longer twenty thirty yeah. years. Okay, yeah. So up there, he forty years. So we we didn't name Ebro, Angie, Angie Martinez, Sway. Uh, who else? Funk uh, flex, funk flex, yeah. Man, we naming people from his generation that's still relevant. It, man, uh, Ed Lover. Whenever Ed Lover decided to talk, people still listen. Right. Man, stop all that. Man, stop me. Oh, look, man, make you a YouTube. He, he got a YouTube channel. If he don't, he better. He has. He <laughs> has one with uh with B Doc. They have a, a podcast together. Man, we'll make a Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, I, I'm awesome. like him not rappers are still going to Vlad for a reason. It's like yeah, the views is being that's yeah, another one. It's like Elliot Wilson. What's gonna be you know what I mean? Yes, whatever that's gonna get people to come to you. Because again, there's old niggas that still interviewing the young cats. So that's why. Yeah, that's no, why we could... talk. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll say he could he could jump into uh, obviously you know something similar to Vlad or what? What's the what's the other um? Platform that all the, the dialogue, or the yeah. dialogue, yeah, 
Yeah, he could do something like that, and that would be entertaining. If you want to have a real insightful interview, you got to just have clips of the um the actual interviewee just giving it up like because i think part of it is he just wants to be part you know he, he wants to be the main focus and you don't got it my brother like it ain't funny and entertaining and it's not something that people want to watch right now you got to come with some salacious <laughs> you you want to get in this media game you got to come with some salacious content it's you know that's just well, what it is to your point early boy I, I watched some elliot wilson interviews and i still don't really know who he is as a person like i said he's not a personality so when i go to the interview respectfully i don't care what he wearing i don't care what he talking about I'm also, you know what I mean? And I think that's part of his problem, too, is that we care about what Kai Sinner is wearing, talking about. Even Vlad, as mysterious as this nigga is, it's like, all right, what is Vlad about to get on here and lie and say he know about? Like, he has his stick. He has something that keep people coming back to. I feel like it's like, yeah. Drink champ. Drink champs, too. Like, they, it, champ, yeah, like like they are not really giving it. A, like, they don't get too salacious. Every once in a while, they have some clips in there. But Nori is it's really so just them kicking it. Nori yeah. is so entertaining as a personality. And then, like I said, even with um DJ EFN, like, it's just a good balance. I feel like that's really Elliot Wilson. If you want to come like that, like I said, you need to just revamp what you're doing. But the hating thing to Jamal's point is weird and kind of corny. Cause like, damn. Man, people, you can tell when the artists go to Casanet, they legit having a good time. Like, that's a genuine having fun, bro. And being a fan of 50 Cent, is is the reason why I have that mentality because I read his book about twenty times. He's one of my favorite hot entertainers, artists. Period. Like his mentality, bro. And he was saying, and Fifty Cent was saying in his book, "No, you cannot become no dinosaur. You gotta adjust, bro. Hot niggas, hot music, great music is still being made. Just niggas stop, ain't stop being talented after I came out. You gotta adjust." Uh, I'm my core when when I came out with Get Rich or Die my core audience was in college, right? In 2003, now they grown adults with kids and jobs now. So that's why I created Power because I knew my core my core audience wasn't in the clubs at, on at, on Saturdays no more. They was at home with their families. It's, it's, you gotta use your brain, bro. If you don't, you gonna um you gonna not be relevant. Shout out to the OGs yeah, who's smart enough to adjust. Yeah, shout out to the OGs who who smart and adjust. That's why they still relevant. They're gonna be around forever. I'm happy you said OGs, Jamal. I do want to shift gears and talk about uh, OG? We've talked about for years, Michael Jordan, um, Anthony oh. Edwards, the star right now in the NBA. A lot of people have him as a top guy. He was asked in a complex interview with Speedy. Pretty much, does he think Michael Jordan will guard him? We know Anthony Edwards feels like he could do anything. So in typical him fashion, he said Michael Jordan cannot guard him. Fellas, based on what y'all seeing, Anthony Edwards heading into his prime, we all know the MJ mystery. Do you think Anthony Edwards? I want Trot Burrow to go first. Smoke MJ. Hey, I, e, hey, respect that man, Anthony. <laughs> I, I think he got more problems with the abortion than, than Jordan. That's what uh, he was Salacious. That's what I'm talking about. Get straight he, to the club. He content. a good player. That, yo, you know what the crazy thing? All this started happening when Minnesota started Yo, winning. You didn't care about this shit when last year when they were struggling to make the 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 um the playoff tournament. But he's a good player. But come on, you you, you think young. that Jordan can't guard you? Like come on, I don't I don't even yeah. know why you. It's good to think that you know what I'm saying because he need that mentality to take his team where they need to go. But in reality, a lot of people ain't gonna agree with him. Yeah, you know I mean like, it. It, that would make more sense if they ask like LeBron, you know, right. or say somebody currently in the league. But there's no reason to dis disrespect 
um, your pops. And some people say that's your father, son. Like, I don't know. Like, look just like Anthony him. Butler. Both yeah, he do look just like him. He do look just like him. So you going to disrespect pops like that? Come on, man. You're supposed to get some love. And then, you know, I just don't understand um, people. So, I mean, and, and maybe MJ wouldn't take it personally and be upset by it. But, you know, you possibly uh, cutting out an opportunity just by t- talking reckless against one of the, the well, man, against the fuck, goat. No, he's, he's no, already, fuck so he already messed up. No, nah, fuck <laughs> that. Man, fuck that. I'm tired of everybody kissing Jordan's ass. He should have <laughs> feel like that. He signed with Adidas. He ain't signed with no fucking Jordan. I'm oh, pretty he sure. Already to Adidas. That's yeah, what I was like, he already signed to Adidas. Yeah, I'm, man, who, who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck, bro? He, he, I'm pretty sure if he wanted to, he could have signed with Jordan. Man, I'm so, look, bro. Hey, Anthony Elvis, I don't know what's going on in your personal life. It ain't none of my business. My name Bennett and I ain't in it. But on the court, he is a young boy, and I'm glad he feel that way. I just want to know, did he say it like with his chest or with, did he oh, just no, answer no, the no, question? No, 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 It's just his typical confidence. But to your point, Jamal, I see what you're saying. My only issue with it is if it was another guy outside of Jordan, maybe. But Jordan is one of the few guards, well, one of the only two guards up until what? Now Marcus Smart and then you got Gary Payton, whoever won Defensive Player of the Year. Bro got what, like nine all defensive mm-hmm. teams. So it's just like, man, to say, I don't, Jordan I is don't give a shit. How old Anthony? Somebody Google how old Anthony L was in real quick. No, no, we're not talking about Jordan right now. We're talking about both of them primes. So both 23 years old, regardless of how old they are now. That's no, what but uh, man, I don't give a fuck. He's I just saying he, his uh, mentality, right? Like, he's 22. Mentality yeah. at 20, young. Bro. I think uh, 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 LeBron in his prime, Miami LeBron can be Jordan one on one. I think Kobe in his prime could be Jordan one on one. I think Kevin Durant in his prime could be Jordan one on one. No. Um, yeah, it sounds good, but no. Like, he he can stop KD from scoring in his prime. KD. No, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. The only ones I think can beat him possibly one on one is KD and LeBron. The rest of them, lunch. First Kobe of all, can't. Kobe Kobe couldn't beat. Hold on, Kobe. And Kobe in his prime couldn't be Jordan one on one. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Up against Jordan in his prime, no. And here's why I'm gonna say no. Jordan, just hold on. The tenacity to win. You talking about a guy who went up against guys that's just as good as them, up against in plenty of finals and playoffs, and still won. I just see one on one. Who? Wait, who? No, who? 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 Because he was well, no, no. But I'm just saying, what guard in the '90s was on his level? Who? It was a lot. Nah, hey, hold on, hold on. Who? You can name him. Hold on, name him. To say that, but that's not his fault that he's just that many levels above people. That's like saying who's on the bronze. I would level. say that the two that stick out to me be Reggie Miller, Clyde Drexler, and even still, Reggie Miller average twenty. And I'm happy that 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 that's like who you won't get compared to LeBron in today's age. If you say anybody besides Durant, it's kind of like they're inferior and they're nowhere near. But I'm um, no, but I'm saying LeBron is greater is is the best player from that generation. But he still had to deal with Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Durant. Dwayne Wade, he had other wing players that dominant wing players he had to deal with. Cool. Jordan went up against whole teams that are whole of team, whole of fame, some of the best teams man, ever. You, man, you got niggas. The Lakers, Boston, no, Lakers Indiana, Boston, the Knicks, those are some of the greatest Miami. teams you've ever man, seen play. You got niggas in the 90s who would just sit in the corner and spot up and shut and shot. Because at the end of the day, they could still hit people. So people forget that part. When you can hand check people, you can put an elbow and that changes your game. All this cute shit we be seeing in the. Yeah. <laughs> 30 feet. He, 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 beat, he beat the Pistons one time. Yeah. When he, hold on. Let's, let's not act like the Pistons was trash or any slouches. They were throwing elbows. No, that's my point. My point like, is, no. 
He beat the Pistons one time. The Pistons used to whoop his ass. Okay, let me ask you this. If you put Kobe and LeBron in the same thing, how many times do you think with the exact same team, how many times do you think they beat the Pistons? That's high school. <laughs> Wait, did, oh, I, I think he cut out. I thought he was silent on us. But uh, you there, Jamar? Yeah. Yeah, 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 can yeah, that yeah. Man, that's hypothetical. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh. But as far as uh Anthony Edwards, he's only 22 years old. So, you know, obviously he should have that bullish confidence. You never know. I mean, I don't think he's going to end up being better than Jordan. But no. he might have a great career. He's going to have a good career, Uh, possibly great career. Uh, you know, I just really wish that also that these uh journalists, now we back on that, would just stop asking people questions like this. Because it's just a setup. Like, what are you going to say? I'm either worse than Jordan or I'm better than Jordan. Like, either way is not a good answer. So just stop comparing people to Jordan. How about that until they get to yeah, at least cause the LeBron status? Because it don't make he sense. He's not my GOAT. He's not my GOAT. I don't give a damn about him. I'm a LeBron and Kobe fan. So <laughs> That's he makes cool. great. He got, some, he got some great shoes now. His shoes are nice. Go. There you go. I do like the question. Well, I don't, I don't, what? The way they play. I was going to say Anthony Edwards. Like, I look at him and, like, Kawhi. There's a few players that play, like, almost identical to a Jordan. So, from that, I get it. But I think for right now, better we shouldn't focus on, bro, you, you should be focused on being better than, like, Donovan Mitchell. And guys yeah. right now is playing who's already better than you. They solidify themselves in X amount of, you know, the same amount of years as you. Get out of the first round of play. No. No, nigga, no. No. <laughs> I, I, Jordan can't fucking hold me. I don't want him. I don't want his shit on no fucking nigga. Jordan, Jordan cannot hold me. Donovan Mitchell, uh, Trey, man, man, I don't want that shit. He, he is hey. not a humble guy. He is not humble. He's not. Well, if that's your take, you better not ever get stopped by Donovan Mitchell, by a goddamn any of these Jalen Browns or any. You better be crossing the shit out of all of them and going to the finals. If you say Jordan can't hold you, then I, I, you look I, I, crazy. I, 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 if somebody else will, on you. I think he I think he at least gonna get to the finals in the next two yeah. years. With Minnesota? Yeah. With Minnesota. They got, the best, they got the they got the best record in the West. So? And see, Jamal, I you know, sometimes I'll be with you and now I'm wondering is it something in the air you breathing? Do you have to call like, what's going no, on? No, I I no, I don't kiss Michael Jordan ass. I'm not a Michael Jordan. You think fan. the Timberwolves is gonna win a ring in two years? Don't forget Michael Jordan. I say make I said make it to the finals in two you years. Think make finals. The finals in two years? Hold on. Look okay. look up. I think the Look Pelicans. Up NBA the standards. I don't care what, because hold on. The Pelicans was number one last year. They do nothing. They're, they're not beating Denver. They're and not they, beating Denver. And they're a much better team. I said in the, in the next in two the, years. No. In the next two the years, if they make a Western Conference. KG couldn't even I'm, go to the finals with, with the Timberwolves. He better than Anthony Edwards. Man, that, that was a whole different era, Come on. man. Realistically, think about just one team I'm going to throw out there that, that will be will always stop Minnesota, who's young, too. OKC. I don't even think they could beat them in the playoffs. Sacramento, Sacramento got a good team. I don't think they could be Sacramento. Yeah, He's a good team. I don't want to hear. We gonna I see. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Yeah. Anthony Elwes, Jordan can't hold you, my nigga. I, I, respect. I, 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 I respect your confidence, my nigga. Anthony Elwes, would Jordan hold you? Hey, Anthony Elwes, I'm gonna interview you. Anthony Elwes. Fuck them old niggas who stuck in the nineties. Can't even hold a baby right now. You get along, Jordan. Man, look, <laughs> look. That's Charles bro with them. That's Charles bro with them personal. <laughs> hey, that's Charles bro with the personal side. I ain't talking about that man off the court, but he he clearly an asshole. That's <laughs> I love it, Jamal. I ain't gonna hold you. I like you said the confidence got to be this. So I respect it. Respect.
But fellas, I want to shift gears back to hip hop though. This one is another big one as far as big debate amongst people. Scarface, legend, you know what I mean? Ghetto boys and whatnot. But a lot of people always said that despite Scarface being lyrical, some people didn't feel like, you know, lyrical and, you know, songs, album, he didn't get enough credit. So one, fellas, what's your take on Scarface as far as a top, you know, rapper in general? And two, do you feel like he gets enough credit? I don't, I don't, I, now I see that he don't get an, a lot of credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was, all, the only song that New York Radio played here was Mom Playing Tricks on Me. And then like, same, that was what, Same 91? on the West Coast. And then 95, they waited to um to play um The World is a Ghetto. That was from the um original gangster um movie and soundtrack, but um his his solo run was great, you know the diary and last of a dying breed, the fix, um the, you know the untouchables um joint. I I thought he had a, a great solo, and I think his lyrics was really like horrorcore. They were really dark and morbid, you know. If you listen to a song like um I Never Seen a Man Cry, and and just listening to the lyrics, it was really dark and how he's describing in detail about the man dying. You know what I'm saying, and and I think maybe that's why radio shot away from from playing them, and and I I do feel like the location thing, even though it shouldn't be an issue, the location thing was a major um reason why he wasn't, you know, mentioned with like a Jay Z or a Nas, but now see now they're giving him his his flowers. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, that man went through like I think he had a heart attack or something in the early 2000s, and and he had health problems and. Now he it's good to see him, you know, receive his flowers and you know his NPR performance was great. I love the live band with him and and you know I don't know I don't know why he never was um he wasn't he's a great storyteller you know the stuff he's done with, with Face Mob. Well, and, well, you know. This is why, and this is what pisses me off. Can y'all hear me? Yep. Yep. Bro, it's because he bro he. What I notice about him is all the MCs respect him, even in New York right. MCs. But mainstream wise, it's because everybody just stuck to their regions, which is I, for some reason he's not like you said. Um, oh, he don't get the attention like Nas and and Hove. Um, I don't know, bro, because he got everything it takes um to be in the same breath as them. I. And it can, I can't even blame it on the South no more. That you can't even do that because um, Andre 2000 from the South, Lil Wayne is from the South, yep. and Lil Wayne got the attention and the, and uh, the respect. I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't maybe because he don't have enough, like Chaburro said, radio hits. Yeah, yeah. It, I think may, that's, I think that's a big factor as far as music that can be played on the radio nationally. Like now, maybe it might be able to hit Texas, and but for people that don't understand it, I don't think it cuts through as fast as quickly. And then he doesn't have that energy right. to draw you in, like you want to know more about him. Like really, his his you really he's really only great because of his music and and his off the off the mic persona does not back up the status of a Jay Z or or get to a, a status of a Nas or a Wayne. I, I think that was um. I think that would be the main thing is that um really just his off the mic persona is not is not big enough it's not large enough to to carry the attention of the national media and we never seen him in the media for anything really outside of music um there's always you know with Nas we had the beef with Jay 
uh, you know, Jay, obviously he had court cases and then he had these these amazing women in his life. And then, you know, Andre 3000 is just a eclectic guy and outcast and they have style. Right. Scarface don't have style <laughs> like, like as far as you don't. So look, that that's how I can wrap this up. You would not want to be Scarface for Halloween. You would not want to be Scarface uh, or, you know, tell your kids Scarface, look at him. He look cool. Nah, you might put on his lyrics and somebody might say this is boring as shit. But like if you're an oldest man or if you're a grown and you're a mature hip hop listener, then you understand the greatness of Scarface. So I would I, I would say it might be appeal to kids too. You know, that could be a factor because you need that youth factor to really propel your career. I was gonna say as y'all sit here and say yeah, I think it might be yeah, some of both of what y'all said with that, and then when Triborough mentioned just some of his content was a little morbid. And I think maybe because I was just such a fan of hip hop, I didn't really care necessarily about the content as much as the lyricism. But now that I'm a little older, I guess yeah, that would be the only thing. And then plus, like I said, just the personality. But to me, it's weird because at some point in hip hop, right, it's like, of course, you know, you got your Jay-Z's, your Nas's, and your few artists that kind of culminate all in like 50 Cent to your point, Jamal. He talked about this before, how like superstars have four major qualities usually. And like he was like, the real dope ones have all four, but some people only have all three. So yeah, with somebody like Scarface, I kind of look at him like, I guess to some people, he might have only had maybe two or three of those four. And for that reason, we just didn't get the... And I, you know, I would compare him uh, to... I, I would want to ask, like, did Bum B kind of take his spot as the uh, older statesman in, like, Texas yeah. hip-hop and then also being part of the community? Yeah. You kind of look at Bum B the way you should be looking at Scarface, Scarface but he right. just really, really just grabbed on to that, um, you know, grabbed on to being the elder statesman in Texas, so. I know, I will say this, growing up in this area, um, I remember with T.I. and Lil Flip was beefing. Um and uh, I can personally say, in being living in the, in the southwest Louisiana, southeast Texas area, when he didn't back up a little flip and it was like kind of took Ti side, I know that pissed a lot of people off. And this, in Did this I didn't hear that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, because you know, was Ti and Lil Flip a big major beef in hip hop? No, yeah, I knew for, about it, and I, I knew the game over was supposed to be the response track to it. But I mean, that was just a dance song, as far as most people was concerned. I don't remember yeah. people being aware that game over was a diss track. But I think that solidified Ti street cred on a national stage because we was like, he showed up, yeah, on the street. Like we heard the whole story. Like he put up, and we know Lil Flip is big ass flip, <laughs> big as hell, right? And then you got little Ti out here, like. He he, crazy. So I think for a lot of people, that's really solidified. Though he's about the business, cause yeah. we didn't really know. Like you, okay, you saying you was the uh, the king and trap king and all this. It was like okay, we he didn't he didn't really look the part. But once we heard that he marched his ass down to what was that Houston and went crazy yeah. on the flip. That, was, that, was, that, that wasn't was, smart. That was crazy. It wasn't smart. I uh, Houston, but it was it was a dumb decision. <laughs> nah, what you when Lee Boy said about Bun B taking yeah, he made a great point. It is people do it, but B how Scarface probably should be looked at as the uh, like the OG from from the South. Um, and like you said, I think it's because his involvement in the culture that plays a big part. Like I, I tried a Trill Burger for the first time oh uh, yesterday with vegan, and that shit that shit hit, bro. That shit was hit, real. Shout out to Bun. They, they vegan. Bun. 
Yeah. All the all the burgers is vegan or they have the nah, vegan they got option? they got they got the regular and they got the vegan option. Uh that shit was busting, bro. The line was super long, but I don't live too far from it. Uh shout out to Uncle Button, man. For real. Uh, yeah, so if you can't if your national person natural personality doesn't lend itself to that, you gotta just get involved in the community. You gotta find a way to spark some interest nationally to get you up there, whether like you could be a supporting a president or it, it could be really anything. But I think Scarf, he just missed that part as far as the you know media outlets and getting yourself out there. Yeah. Um, and, but and music look, is and look how every, everybody's supporting Trill Burger, man. Trill Burger's gonna make Bun a billionaire. 100%. It's, 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 it's only one in Houston, but it's, I'm pretty sure it's gonna expand to Austin, Dallas, San Antonio first, then get one in LA, New York, bro. And like I said, I went yesterday, the line was wrapped around the building like twice. The food. Good as hell. I'm not even capping. So that's gonna be part of that's gonna be another part of his legacy. Like to even even more. So yeah, yeah, I make a good point. Scarface one of them though. But bro, you say he was on Tiny Desk recently. It was dope. Yeah, it was good. Like I, I see a lot of people reposting it, and you know he had the live band. The live band sounded great. He did a lot of his songs. Now you know I wouldn't be surprised if Willie really D come out and says, "Well, he didn't invite me." To do the ghetto boy stuff, but I saw a lot of those comments about that. So I don't think they speak. I was about to say that wasn't surprising. Uh, I don't think they speak. But see, when when he performed at the Grammys, he went on Willie D's podcast, and Willie D let him have it. Like yo, like you didn't call me to do the Grammy performance, but the Grammys didn't call him. They only call Scarface. I mean, because I the Grammys, it. bro, it, it it was it's only so many seconds you can do. You right. celebrate fifty years of hip hop. His argument was his argument was that Scarface is doing mind playing tricks on me. That's a ghetto boy song. Like you didn't call me to do that, but he only had a couple of minutes uh minutes. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he should chose another song. I don't know, but that's that most iconic man. Iconic my song. argument is if the Grammys would have called you to do the song, that's one thing. If the Grammys called Scarface or whoever to do their one song, they did what they was called to do. You can't right. be mad at them. I, I, I get. Like I, 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 Willie I, D is I, a wild card. He be talking mad shit on the in the yeah. media. So they don't know what he might say. He might get right. up there. That's and like, I like, I to the people. Not invite, bro. Uh, I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but yeah. I'm no. I'm subscribed to Willie D on YouTube. I like Willie D, but yeah, he, I like him too. Yeah, it, it, it's I don't know, bro. It's, it's the Grammys. Everybody had to perform. Fifty years of hip hop. They ain't have no time for the right. whole group to be there. So I understand Willie D frustration though. People got to start understanding the politics of the entertainment industry and stop taking it so personal, man. We we can't put everybody up there. You know what I'm saying? Like people be really in their feelings about certain shit when they can really just, you know, solidify their relationships and be on the next show. Stop stop breaking up and being mad over shit, man. Shout out to Scarface. Hopefully one day he does get the flowers. Definitely legendary act. But fellas, I want to throw this one out here. I thought this was interesting. The name of TV people, yeah, not hip tune. We do everything, like I said, 80s, 90s, 2005, you name it. With television, I'm going to throw one out here. A pick one, throw one away, and one never existed. Some classic 90s sitcoms. Y'all let me know what you're feeling. You got the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You got Martin. You got In Living Color. Again, fellas, that's pick one, throw one away, one never existed. What you thinking? This is rough. (laughs) This is rough. And I'm going to start off by giving uh, and living color they flowers, man, because obviously 
If you guys don't know, I was on all that Nickelodeon. It's definitely, um, you know, part of that tree, you know, as well as Saturday Night Live. But, um, you know, the 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 Fly Girls and the legendary hip hop artists and um, urban urban artists they had on Living Color definitely birthed and made a way for all that and anything I did in my career. So shout out to the Wayans, all of them, everybody that was on there, man. They had a legendary cast, Tommy Davidson, goddamn Jamie Foxx, my guy. Um, Goddamn uh, Jim Carrey. In fact, before we get to it, I did a fire marshal bill um, impersonation to get the all that job. I was up there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was up there doing that damn fire marshal bill. So really, I didn't even think about that right now. So it's di directly connected for me in living color as far as their influence. Now they going up against goddamn fresh Brenton Martin though. And I'll, I don't know. I, don't, I can't be the first to vote. Somebody, somebody kick it off. I'm going to go with Belly because Belly, I didn't miss. Martin, I didn't miss. Uh, I, all of them I didn't miss, but it's, it's just hard. Like, my favorite is Belly. I'm going to pick that. Uh, As with the uh, okay, that's the pick. Damn, yeah. Throw away. What am I throwing away? So, uh, throwing away meaning you watch it and then you ain't never going to watch it again. You just throw it away. Damn. I don't know. That's throwing away or get and get rid of. That's hard, man. Uh, I know, nigga. That's why I chose. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, um, you you gotta to throw one away. One never existed. I, I Somebody think one existed is even harder because it's like I don't know. Um, Thank you. Maybe Martin, I throw away, and then. Living color, living color never, never existed. existed. Oh, yeah. God damn! I love all three of them. Like, I love all three. Like, of them. Oh no, no! Please understand, uh, listen. We love all three of these shows. They're classics. That's why we chose them. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So look, I could go next. I, mine's actually going to be the same. Uh, ooh, Fresh Prince. You got to pick Fresh Prince. I think it just has the most legendary themes as far as all their episodes. There's so many, so many lessons to be learned. Uh, so many great and funny um, moments. And as soon as my kids are interested enough, I'll put it on for them just to understand culture from the time. And because they have a lot of, you know, black versus white and understanding race, a lot of things that you can really learn from that, that, um, that particular show. Um, Martin, Martin living color. That's close. It's kind of close because Martin was silly as hell. So there's nothing really to be learned from Martin other than uh, just one guy that can take over the damn world. And, you know, he, he's small in stature. He's not really the best looking, but he can lead a whole damn show and be the all the characters. And, you know, I, I patented a lot of my, I want to say, just my personality after Martin. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to have the same haircut as Martin. He was just one of the best dudes that just ever came out of the 90s. Obviously, Fresh Prince and Martin Lawrence. In Living Color, I would just say, because it's so damn silly, you know, <laughs> same thing with all that. All that is legendary as hell, but you don't, <laughs> it, it ain't going to grow you up, none. It's just, you know, entertainment. And uh, in, in Living Color, I would put into that same boat, you know, goddamn, uh, what was Homie the Clown? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, the dude that used to, uh, the, when they used to review the movies and yeah. shit, that shit was men funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, men on film, Fire Marshal Bill, so many classics that came from that. But has it really, has it really transcended the era? Do we see people from this era talking about, I don't see too much 
let me um let me tell you why. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and pick mine. Um Fresh Prince is the best sitcom ever to me and will never be matched. So I'm definitely keeping that one. I'm gonna have to throw away in living color. Mm. Only because I guess this is a hot take. I'm I wasn't as big of a Martin fan as everybody else. That's fair. But for the reason Lee Boy just said, um, with my sitcoms, and I know uh in Living Color is a sketch show, but with my sitcom, I like balance. That's what made Fresh Prince so great. Um, even Family Matters, Boy Meets World. It was Fresh Prince was funny as hell, but it had its moments. Y'all know them serious moments I'm talking about. Right. They stay serious, iconic. Uncle, he don't love me. Yeah, <laughs> on the last episode, I was watching it because I watched it all the time. Last episode, um, Jeffrey had walked. They, the house was empty. Jeffrey walked out, and he was like, "Goodbye, Master Will." And Will was like, "Man, that's all you got for me, G." Like, and you could just tell because Jeffrey don't really show no emotion. Jeffrey was, you could just tell Jeffrey like, "Damn, man, don't you don't, don't do this, Will. You gonna make me cry because Jeffrey's about to walk out with that Master William shit." Mm-hmm. And Will was like, come on, fam. Like, yo, that's all you got for me? And right. boy, that, that, make it, that man, nigga start cutting onions all of a sudden, bro. Um, Same with Boy Meets World, bro. That's why it's two of my favorite shows, Family Matters, Fabulous. Martin was just silly. You know what I'm saying? It's an iconic show. So I'm going to have to, one that existed, I'm going to have to go with Martin. I know it's going to piss a lot of people off. And Living Color, for the, the culture, I'm going to throw that one away, but I can't, never. it can't never exist because the legends they grew from it. Yeah. The Wayans family, Jamie Foxx, Jim Carrey, uh, David Allen Greer, all of Tommy Davis, all of them branched off and turned into legends. J-Lo. So, yeah, Jennifer Lopez, even, bro, uh, what's her name, bro, that played in White Man Can't Jump? Rosaria Dawson. Yeah, she was, she was the, uh, uh, she was uh, the lead over the, uh, the, the Fly Girl dance. That's you know what I'm saying? So, all them years, yeah. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- th- it's too many legends grew from that show, and Martin is legendary. But again, I'm not a big Martin Rose fan Perez. as much as everybody else. Yeah, Rosie oh, Perez. Perez. Sorry, uh, not Dawson Perez. There you go. Right, Rosie. But yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can Perez, do without yeah. Martin. Yeah, I can do without Martin. I'm sorry. I, I, know yeah, I mean. Up. Martin is, is silly. It was he was motivational, but that shit was. I mean, it was funny as hell. But I can't think of too many episodes. Like, remember when um. The goddamn Carlton had to give Will the gun after he after they yeah, almost got yeah. stuck up. Mm-hmm. Give me the gun, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he a- shot in the hospital. It was yeah. a lot of dope episodes, man. And um, and plus Will was a player, man. He he was giving yeah. out player Mac lessons for sure. Yeah. Y'all heard to- about man, y'all y'all heard the story about Will about getting the show. Uh, he was scared that he didn't want to do it. He had to do a, a random audition at, at Chrissy Jones' house. And he was like, Man, I ain't ready to uh we got a show for you, Willie. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's what's up. Uh, we about ready for the audition. He was like, yeah, give me a couple weeks. And and uh, Quincy Jones was like, nah. Like, we need your audition now. Like, right now. And Willie was like, nah, give me a couple weeks. He was like, man, that's not how this Hollywood shit work, Will. Everybody who need to say yes to this show is in this house. At this, it was a house party at Quincy House. Everybody who can say yes to the show is here tonight. So get yourself together, go in the corner, 
get yourself together. I need you to do this audition tonight because this is the only night all these people in this house going to be able to say yes. Everybody going to be in the same room tonight. He got himself together. Just even his book, he got himself together. He did the audition. The rest is history, bro. The best sitcom ever. And it will never be matched. I don't care what nobody say. I'm happy you said that because let me throw out my picks. First of all, for the one I'm picking, number one, believe it or not, picking Martin. I think point, I understand the silliness and all that, but I think the fact that he was of this one man show all himself lasted five seasons and in the midst of that still dropped legendary specials amongst legendary movies and all I think that just speaks to everything that we got from that show. Like I said, shit nay nay and all they still memes today. As far as the throwaway, believe it or not, I'm gonna go with in living color. And the reason why is because like you said. It has to still exist from the historical context. And me, I'm a huge King Nairi Wayne's fan as far as, like I said, working on movies and stuff. So there's a little bias there, but I just feel like everything that came from that, the comedy, like Lee Boy said, like we've got so many sketch comedy shows to an extent, I still do it now. And the final reason, Fresh Prince, the reason why I say it, I'm cool with it never existing. To y'all Man, point. get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> he gonna say, because we have family matters now. Go ahead. myself. The reason why I'm cool with it never existing is because yeah, there's big lessons and whatnot in there, but honestly, I never really related to the show. So for me, those big lessons in there, they were learned and seen in such different capacities that to me, when I watched it, I can honestly say I didn't feel it the way people felt. I felt more of the silliness with Martin because that's just maybe what my life is. Oh, so so what, what, what about when it comes to like the serious episodes, like when him and Colton got pulled over by the cops? By the cops. No, and that's cool. Don't get me wrong because I've watched Family Matters and all that stuff. Don't get me wrong. Some of that stuff is big, but again, even me, I'm not going to talk about my interactions with the police on here, but it's just a different... I, I don't interact in, I, that, in that way. I, I was about to fuck y'all up. I was going to put Fresh Prince Martin in the Cosby show, but I ain't want to choose violence like that, bro. Yeah, that would have been tough. But that's my only reason. Like I said, love all of these shows, but for me personally, like I, again, it's more a personal standpoint as a comedian. That's why Living Color can't go nowhere. But Fresh Prince for me. Yeah, eight, 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 we, we, we don't get no Jim Carrey, no no Jamie Foxx. There's too many right. things out there. Yeah, Tommy Davis and yeah. all that. So you don't get no Lee Boy. You don't get none of this sketch comedy. Right. You don't even get a Chappelle show. Like, there's a lot of stuff that yeah. spawns. No Keenan Thompson. Um, I mean, and then to your point, Martin Lawrence was probably the hardest working man at that time. Like, all the shit that he had to do on his own show. wasn't. I'm sure he had a, a hand in writing the show probably as well. Right. And if not, he Absolutely. was just freestyling half the damn uh, right. scenes. For a bunch of it. And then, you know, like you say, in his comedy at that time, the specials he was putting out back-to-back fire. And then he's doing um, huge movies at the time. So oh, he's he was definitely the hardest working man. It's so much bro was doing at that time. Even Will said, man, that's the one person I thought was funnier to me in the 90s. Like, because yes. he, he say, uh, yeah, because uh, originally Martin was supposed to do Bad Boys with Eddie Murphy. Um and I wasn't like that. Even after Beverly no, Hills Cop, I would have been right. mad. <laughs> but but Martin was like his family was like, nah, son, you need to do that shit with Will. Cause and life at first they, right. And they, at first they I guess they didn't want to touch each other, pause, because they both was kind of going back and forth. They both had two hit TV shows. You know what I'm saying? They kind of was competition. But he was like, man, they since they talked on the phone, they've been close, best close friends ever since. But I'm glad they did, because I couldn't like so I couldn't see Eddie Murphy and Bad Boys. Yeah. I just couldn't. Nah, I was uh 
Martin's definitely a little bit funnier, at least at that time. And then obviously Will Smith, just a better actor, overall leading man, a bigger personality. I think he's a he's a Hollywood movie star. But, but Martin, as far as the funny man, hey, he was the grandma when he was dressing up as the grandma. Shanae, <laughs> goddamn, oh yeah, just so I many. Wish it wasn't a sketch though, because to your point, Jamal, I think if it wasn't a sketch comedy show last one, this would have made this a little bit more on the fence for me. But I think yeah, in Living Color because it's so separate from the two. Yeah, if if you look at that show, really, that's the only successful, you know, multiracial sketch comedy. I mean, you had we had Mad TV, but I don't think Mad TV was more popular than um, Living Color. Mad TV was a poor man's SNL. I liked it, but yeah, uh, you know, what I, mean? I know about Ari Spears. Uh, uh, and, and he did. I I I in, in Living Color is a match, bro, and you can't redo it because everybody's so sensitive now, bro. That cast was very. That was that that cast. That was like an Avengers, bro. Like that whole cast. Yeah. Bro, oh man, bro. It. I don't think a cast will ever be assembled like that ever again, bro. Because Saturday Night Live still a thing, but yeah. it's only like two or three of people really like. Right. Everybody else, people really don't really rock with like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody had a favorite. Every every Living Color cast member. I remember every scene from a specific character they played, and that's the only adult show like that to mm -hmm. me. Yeah, I couldn't remember the uh, the lady's name. Her name is not too recognizable, but the la uh, the white lady, her name is Kelly Caulfield uh, Park. I oh, yeah, the fun she was funny as, she was she funny as hell. funny as hell, bro. Like, obviously, yeah. everyone on there still has a name. David, uh, David Allen Greer, I don't know if we mentioned him. Sean Wayans, obviously. But, um... Oh, it's Takia Crystal. Yeah, she's funny too. But yeah, Kelly, yeah. uh, Kelly Park was hilarious. And um, like you said, it very, very forward thinking for him to put her and also um Jim Carrey on there as you know, the white actors they got got to portray certain things because they would act like the goody two shoes white people, but then they could also keep it real. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, he he put together a dope cast, man. Unmatched. Yeah, and the intro song was crazy. Wins. Intro song, yeah, heavy. Yeah. Intro was crazy. Shout out to the Wayans family, man. The first family of comedy to me. Yeah, sir. Oh, that was a good list, though. You definitely, you definitely stumped us with that one. I liked it. Like direction. But fellas, I want to move into basketball because this one has been big on my mind for a long time. The Golden State Warriors. People been talking about them obviously for years. You got a bunch of haters. People say Steph ain't this good. Steph ain't that. Right now, we know Draymond is suspended indefinitely. Clay is kind of getting back into his groove, but obviously a lot of new pieces there. Fellas, do you think the dynasty is over? Not yet. I did I did think that, but last night, that epic comeback, they were down like 18 to the Celtics, and they showed vintage Warriors, and Steph bailed them out. Without Steph, they would have lost that game. But I well, wait, hold on. How, how is the vintage Warriors if Steph had to bail them out? Well, I mean, it's... it's their captain came through for them. That's what I really meant to say. Because without without Steph, they don't they don't win that game. But you know, Steph showed up. He had so as long as Steph is there, you saying as long as Steph there, yes. they got a shot. As, as long as Steph is there, they will always have a chance to make the playoffs and, and the final. You know what I'm saying? Um, Clay, I know Clay's been off, and they I know Steve Kraft the bench him. Um, he had like twenty. I think he had like twenty four last night. Um, he showed up. Um, Chris Paul, I think, was a. Nice addition because they also need that veteran experience and leadership from him. 
And especially now when Draymond is going for like what three weeks, I think it is. And and um you got Kaminga. Kaminga had a good game last night. Um I know they was trade. I don't I don't think I would trade Kaminga. I know they was trade. What's going on? What's going on with Andrew Wiggins, man? Wiggins they need to go. He needs to go. They, he's been messed up even since the, the scandal from last season. Remember we had like the his his baby mama slept with another guy and it was he wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So he's been messed up since then. I think they might need to trade Wiggins, but they can always replace him with somebody else. They do need I feel like they need a, a scoring big. They don't really have I mean they have um Dario Sarge, but I mean he's not like a starter, a starting big, he's like a, a backup. I think they they need a scoring big. And um I, I think they're gonna they're gonna definitely make the playoffs. Like I said, as long as Steph is healthy, they're gonna definitely make the playoffs. They got four rings. Because the, the, realistically, if we say in the dynasties even continuing somewhat, they would have to make a Western Conference Finals at least this year. Right. And they just I mean, won they, they just yeah. won what last year or two years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago, Last year they got bumped in the second round because they beat. Oh, yeah, we just took them out, them Lakers. Took them out. Yeah. I did like watching them play the Kings, though. That series before they played us, it was mm-hmm. entertaining. They were struggling in that series against Sacramento. So to your so do you yeah. think, yeah, you think I don't Dynasty? I don't think they're completely over. I just feel like they might they have to like tinker the, the roster a little bit. But I think right, they'll so, be Will they win another championship mm-hmm. in the next Yes. Week? Yeah, I think I think that's what he's saying. I think and I don't mean to speak to Charles Burrow. He probably just said I he they probably could squeeze one more championship out, out of this if they if yeah. Out there and be over because I don't think Draymond gonna stay and go to state the rest of his. I mean, uh, his whole career. He's done. I think this is last season. Man, well, they they signed. He signed like a new deal, a hundred million for like what four years. So did so, Wiggins. gonna get out of there too. They gonna trust me. If, got, if you get if you get rid of Draymond, who, who's your defensive stop on that team? Is it Kaminga? They gonna find somebody. Draft him. Yeah. So I think. I, I don't I can't say it's over just because they did just win two years ago. Last year they got to the second round and it, it wasn't too competitive, but um, you know, the Lakers were hot then. You know, it, it is they could beat the Lakers. I think it's possible, right, to for them to get past the, the Lakers and possibly even advance to a Western Conference final. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's over for them because Steph Curry Curry is that dude. In fact, I just watched uh, LaShawn McCoy and the speak team compare him to Jordan and say it just and well Shaq said that he was in this the um the discussion as the GOAT, right? So I think there's always a glimpse of hope when you have Steph Curry there and you know mad respect to that brother. But I think they just need to clear the roster. I think they need to keep Steph, build around Steph, get way younger. I do not agree with having Chris Paul there. Get rid of Clay. His he got the damn jump shot rickets or whatever. He can't do shit right now. Andrew Wiggins, he you know without defense and well, the three, it was smart for them to get Chris Paul just to get rid of Jordan Poole because that's the rumors I was hearing is that that was just to get Jordan Poole off the books. I mean, if you got to do it, that's fine. But they just need to keep them on the sh- uh, keep shopping them. You got to just keep shopping these people and try to get what you can back for Chris Paul. Put him on another team that is actually a contender, um, because he will be willing to go anywhere to try to get him a damn ring. Get rid of him. Get some picks. Get everything you can for him, and just start a new man. Just you. You might need one. Like if they could get a Carl Anthony Towns, a like someone like that. Uh, that would be a great matchup with Steph and then just build around him with a bunch of young people. I think that's that's the move for them. I could see them winning one more before Steph is out of there. Or just bring your ass to the Lakers, Steph. Fuck it. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I do see them maybe squeezing. If they can't squeeze one more championship out, I can see them making a, a deep playoff run. But like Man said, it would have, if, if it ain't Western Conference Finals, at least then that's considered over to me because that's not go to state standard. Make, just making the playoffs is not that standard. They win championships. You know what I'm saying? So my bad for that Uh yeah, they win championships. So uh Steph can't bail him out like that every night, bro. Steph getting older himself. So I I don't know. I think maybe they can squeeze one more out. Uh Draymond probably gone after the season though. So would you resign Clay? Yes, but not for the yeah, I don't know. He has but a big part of his Not game used to up. be his his defense, though. That's what that's what kind of downgrades him to me is he can't D up the way he used to. And then, obviously, the three ain't hitting. So, what? And then Draymond, man, Draymond. <laughs> yeah, he needed to be a – he can't he's, – he's tainting the whole brand. He's tainting Steph Curry's brand. I believe he should just go ahead and get out there and play roughneck basketball for your different squad. It don't, it don't really match to me with the, with the, with the, what they're trying to do no more. If, so. if they don't give, if I guarantee you, if Clay leave, he's going to get a hundred million dollars somewhere else. Somebody's going to give him a, who? Who? Not, no, not with two. No, I'm no. telling you, if he leaves Golden State, I, I could see the Hawks giving him like a hundred and something million dollars. Because the Hawks are foolish. The Hawks also had an OnlyFans spoof that they threw out. I mean, the Hawks don't know what they're doing. I got DeJounte Murray. Needless to say, in my opinion, the Warriors, like to Jamal's point, I think the dynasty's done. I think they'll be competitive, but the dynasty's done. If you want to get a big that scores, like to your point, try, bro, you go get Sabonis because you're not getting Carl Anthony Towns because of the contract. Sabonis is a good play defense, Carl Anthony. Well, I, I'm gonna be honest, neither one of them play defense, but that's cool. That's why you get guys that's, that can be threes and fours that can pretty much guard everything on the way. But I think, honestly, to me, the Warriors right now at best are what the Boston Celtics have been the last two or three years, where it's like you know they're going to be competitive and possibly get to the, you know, maybe the finals. But in your head, I don't. I just don't think they win. And realistically, like I said, this year, if Draymond leave, if I'm uh, the Warriors, I'm not signing Clay for nothing more than ninety. And no team in their right mind is giving Clay Thompson a hundred. Uh, I agree. Turned down forty-eight million. So he wants more than that. If you can want stuff, but yeah, at the end of the day, bro, you got four rings. <laughs> you can <laughs> want stuff all you want, nigga. <laughs> oh, that's funny, bro. Chuck Burrow, man. Y'all borrow a hot take, bro. My hot take for this week. Oh man, I got a lot of them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with this one. Now, since 1989, we have gotten epic comic book films: Batman, Batman Returns. You know the the Zack Snyder Superman uh um uh, movie Man of Steel was great. Avengers, Civil War, Cap- Black Panther. This year, the comic book films have been crap, and I'm I'm starting yeah. to believe. I'm hey, starting to believe. Hold up, that's I'm, a warm take. I don't. I didn't get take I didn't get to take it. I'm just saying the comic book films has been crap this year for the last couple of years. I feel like Aquaman is about to drop. Uh, Aquaman is about to drop on Friday. I think the comic book movie is dead. We will no longer get good comic book films. They will no longer hmm. be successful. I think people are all, uh, tired of comic book films. And we want Why? to see... Why, though? Because they're not making no money. And, and it's like, once Marvel, like, kicked the doors down and, and everything, 
the whole in film industry changed with comic book films and everybody wanted to be a part of it. And they really were like the trendsetters, but you can't make a, a film for every character because it a lot of them don't deserve their, their own film to me on screen. Oh, you mean like you mean like Aquaman? No, not Aquaman. Like, like I'm talking about, like, like, uh, no, I'm, I'm like saying Black Aquaman. Widow. Oh, and Miss Marvel and shit. Yeah, the right. Like, I, why, why, why put out a Black Widow movie after she already died? That makes no sense. I mean, well, comic book the alternate realities change all the time. That that part is the I don't I'm I don't think Aquaman was a big enough character to make a movie about. Well, I mean, I think he's, he's, he's Jamal, we appreciated that a little different. I think than the newer generation. Because I tell you, like, even the way I feel like you view the comic book world, and like when you like, yeah, it could take place in different reality. I feel like these kids now they care about it a little more, especially now when there's what three different Spider Mans and there's four right. this. You know, well, he he was like one of the main members of the Justice League. You know, it was Batman, Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Aquaman. My thing is, I don't when you do a film for, you know, uh, Shazam. Why does Shazam lead us a, a whole film? Like two two sequels. Who? And he wasn't even man, like a, a major I feel like that. that. I feel like that about anybody in Superman universe. Yeah, D. I was gonna say DC gotta just stop. Uh, yeah. Outside now, outside of Joker now, because that last Joker nah, movie, yeah. crazy. And and that was the only one. When you said it, Triborough, I was like, that's the only one to me that's gonna last. No matter how many Jokers right. they put out, if they keep grabbing these actors, that's Damn near losing their mind. Um, before this is why Batman is the greatest. This is why Batman is the greatest character uh, hero ever to me because Batman is the only character where the the villains and the co uh whatever you call it that the villains are just as important as him. Right. You can do a Catwoman movie standalone. You can do a Joker movie standalone. You can do um Penguin. Penguin. His, his, bro, all his all the characters in his in Batman's universe are just as important as he is. Right. Like you can do separate video games based off of Freeze, mm -hmm. uh the Riddler. His supporting cast is just as strong as he is. That's why to me Batman is the best series ever. They, they, and they I, have, I, I um, think it's a match. They have a penguin spin-off coming on streaming next year with uh uh what's his name? The guy that played Penguin in the Batman, um, Devito. No, the, 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 nah, talking about from the series Gotham. Talking about Gotham. But, no, from the movie The Batman with uh Robert Pattinson, the um, the Irish dude. Uh, damn, I forgot his name. They got it. Um, they got a series. He, yeah, they have a series coming next year on streaming with the Penguins, it's like the Penguin spinoff from from the Batman. Yeah, but with, see, uh, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's and people are going to watch. Right. It, it, bro, his supporting Colin, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell played the Penguin in the Batman, so he he's playing the oh, Penguin okay. on, the, on the on on the show. So That's what's gonna it. replace superhero movies since it's dead? Huh? What's gonna replace superhero movies since you think they did? I I think it, yo I haven't. It's been a long time since I saw a great comedy film. Like comedies are gone now. You know what I'm saying? Like what happened to all when we had like old school and bridesmaids and you know wedding crashes. No. No, I'm talking about what's gonna what's we're gonna what's gonna replace the comic book movie. I think it, 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 it seems like it's going into like the I think video game films are coming back and it's gonna be more popular again. And you have like um more oldest older like movies based on like events that happened. Like Oppenheimer was a huge film this year. 
and that was like a real event that happened in in um in history. I think it's it's going that way, and even with like with Barbie, like Barbie was a a pop culture icon, and that movie did great. You know what I'm saying? I, I think. Oh, like, why? Why? Why's Barbie movie doing so fucking good? Like. I don't know. I understand the kids want to go see it. It was pretty bad too. Honestly, I think it was a feel good uh -oh. movie for the time because the Lee Boys point, I didn't see the whole movie, but I've seen enough clips and I wasn't impressed, but I just thought about, and this sounds terrible, but the world is depressed. Hey, I dropped a movie in all pink. Like, it, it was just see, for real. For it's real. just marketing, yeah. yeah. I just got people out in strides, and I don't think people people probably listen to me like, man, that crazy. It's like, nah, really think about it. Like the people went to see Barbie. I know people who never played with a Barbie the last 20, 30 years. They was like, we just going to see a movie. Barbie's a feel-good movie. It's something the whole family can see as a Oppenheimer. And look who they got to play at, Harley Quinn. Right. See, you, like, you get me, I mean, even, the, like you said, the cast and all that, but overall, to Triborough's point, I think, yeah, if it don't go to video games, I could see the comic book thing dying because whether it's people getting fired or even now where everybody likes to have a certain actor or actress, when they ain't paying them, you see some of them actor actresses, then they leave, and then it's like, oh, the fans back and forth, so... I feel like that control of the fans say they want this versus what they get. At some point, the studio's gonna say, "Fuck, right. <laughs> doing something else." Yeah. It's, it's like it, it, it was exciting. Like it was exciting when you hear about Avengers being all the characters in Avengers being on screen and and the Justice League. But now it's like a, it's like a, it's it's way too much. You know, um, uh, it's like a whole flood of like a whole bunch of films that don't we we don't need a uh, uh, two sequels of Sh Shazam. And we don't need one Suzanne. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's the milking, yeah. Like you said, the sequels and then like what they just put out that you that uh Mrs. Marvel yeah. movie. That shit probably that. I don't even know what it did. I, it's just kind of disgusting. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like they got up, and this is specific to Marvel. They unfortunately they got, and this sounds misogynistic as well. Y'all gotta just stop with the female superheroes because it's not believable that women are not going to watch it. Men do not want to watch women kick men's ass or do any of that. Like when we be at Disneyland, you be seeing the female like <laughs> a black widow walk around. She be saying hi to other people, and they just be like, "Who the fuck is that?" They don't give a damn. Thor be out. He be up there on the balcony. People be going crazy and shit. Goddamn, um, the female Black Panther will walk right by your ass. No, she's trying to get a picture with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's just sad from from that from that point of view. As far as Marvel, they they're doing this thing where they're trying to, um, they're they're trying to cater to women, and I don't think it's just it's just not working. Just get back to the man. Just get back to the Avengers. Um, and if they put out another Avenger movie, I think they'll be all right. I know it's supposed to be over, but goddamn, just something have somebody write the script. And then you was talking about what movies are, are next. I definitely think video games are killing it with the Sonic, the Mario. I loved Ready Player One, and I like yeah, to see good. the different universes come together. I think it's dope. And also the documentary type films. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen uh, Sounds of Freedom, but that was like a, based on another true story, child trafficking. That was real big this year. Um, and then I like the competition stuff and the Netflix stuff. I just watched the Squid Games was dope. And I, um, Leave the... Yeah, that was crazy. The Squid Games, um, the real competition was crazy. And did you guys see Leave the World Behind? On I saw that. I saw that. I was good. You watching that yeah, this was good. good. Yeah, yeah I, gotta I still gotta it. watch it. I heard, I heard about that. I'm, I'm trying to watch that. Uh, but yeah, it's the pussification, bro. The pussification of superheroes and shit. Yeah. Like, oh man, <laughs> let these superheroes rock, like, man. <laughs> let me get a let me get a Killmonger standalone movie with Michael right. B. Jordan in it. 
That's what that I want to see. That would be and that's good. smart to me. As far as milking stuff that's to smart. me, that's smart. Where you're not milking it no more. You're going in a different direction with something that is already proven to be strong, as right. opposed to like yeah. me, Triborough said. Y'all bringing out new concepts and then still throwing on a sequel of a movie that wasn't well received from the jump. It's like, what are we doing? Are we just throwing money in the fire? Like, right. Y'all did the what? Like the Wasp did all right, but y'all did like Ant Man and the Wasp, and I mean, there was the two Ant Mans, which yeah. was good, and then they threw the Wasp in there. It was like, yeah. come on, man, y'all milking like, the hell out it, of this. Was in that <laughs> Ant Man and the Beetle? Like it's like, son, we got enough bugs, like we good. Yeah, they, <laughs> the Blue Beetle was actually decent, Blue but was decent. it was no different from any other Marvel film. It was like, right. okay, same origin story, and yeah, it's just the same story in every one. So just give it a break. I, just I'm, stop looking it. Relax for a little bit. I'm I'm not no big superhero movie fan. Just give me my my Dark Knight, my Batman universe, on my kill on my Black Panther, and okay. and that's pretty much the two that I stick with. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see, Trump. Joker though. Oh, yeah. I that's higher take than I thought. I'm going to be honest with you. started kind of lukewarm, and then I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, here you go with that warm shit. Pause. No, it does. No. Lukewarm. It might be over for him. But y'all go watch that uh, Leave the World Behind. That shit is yeah, that good. good. I ain't going to lie. Now, that's on the list for this week for sure. Yeah, I've been hearing great things about it. Oh, but yeah, man. Well, fellas, episode 114, man. Let the people know all your socials and what you got coming up, all that good stuff. Follow me on Instagram, Trouble underscore Gigolo. Um, I got uh I'm doing a, a year-end album, like best album list with uh the homie Food Sick. That's gonna drop in January. Like we're doing like best albums of, of all genres, RB, rock, jazz, hip hop. Um, stay tuned for that. Um yeah, and, and follow us on here, 80s, 90s. Happy holidays, everybody. Sir, yes, sir. Follow me at Leeboy TV. Jolly Holiday still rocking it. This is the Christmas episode, so make sure right after you listen to this, go ahead and throw on Jolly Holiday by uh, um, Latangela and myself. Just put in Latangela, Leeboy, Jolly Holiday should pop up. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just, you know, trying to get back in the wind column with my boys. That's about it, man. So if you see me crying on the gram, you know why. Uh, otherwise, other than that, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that good stuff. As usual, Real Matt Corbin on all platforms. Um, definitely subscribe to the YouTube and whatnot. Um, we just dropped episode two of How Do We Miss That? Tune in, y'all. We have about 150,000 right now. That's two episodes, so appreciate the support. Um, it's definitely going to be Christmas by the time we get back with y'all next episode. So Merry Christmas to y'all. Yeah, like I said, just keep supporting the brand. We got exclusives on Patreon. Any type of content, if it's nostalgic, we do it. Appreciate y'all. Hey, as always, follow me on Instagram at Joe Jamar, Joe Jermaine, Adam the Sensitive. Don't follow me, nobody got time for that shit. Most importantly, follow us on Instagram at 89005. Same on Facebook, same on Threads. Join our Patreon, like Matt said, bro. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Everything's in the bio. This is 89005, the podcast. I am Jamar. Bravo. Boy, Matt Corbin. And, and we out. Peace.